What's up, family? Today is August 17th, a Monday. We're going to bring it. We're going to just start. We're not going to go back into any other thing, but we're going to start and get this out. Well, there's one big topic that's been going on forever, and that's reparations. For those of you who don't know what reparations is, it's the makings of amends for a wrong one has been done by paying money to or otherwise helping those who have been wronged. I'm going to say it again. The making of amends for a wrong, a wrong one, has been done by paying money to or otherwise helping those who have been wrong. And when you look at those who have been wrong, you're talking about black people. I don't really use the term African-Americans. I don't really go by that term. I go by black people because we're black people. And we were before America, so why would I use America? Just to give you my little insights on why I don't use that. Well, anyway, a reparations has been a big talk seems like forever. There's been really a couple of strong men who've been back in reparations for a long time, way back 60s, 70s. One is Dr. Claude Anderson. Dr. Claude Anderson has been in the fight for reparations even up until now. Dr. Claude Anderson is almost 90 years old and he continues to fight, but the brother's getting up there. He's the brother who brings you Powernomics and Black Labor, White Wealth, amongst other books. Great books. That's why anybody, you should get those books and put them in your library for uh, some type of structure as to what reparations, because basically they map out in so many details reparations. And uh, brother, Congre there was a congressman and he was a brother down in Detroit. He passed away a couple of years ago. Uh, Conyers, brother Conyers was a, a advocate of reparations. The only thing, he, he's like, hey man, let's put it out there and talk. Because see, when you're dealing with white government, they don't want to talk about the truth. It seems to be when you're talking about truth, they run from it. They flee from it. They don't want to talk about it. No one wants to talk about the wrong that was done to black people because you see white folks and they, you always hear, well, you know, white folks, uh, wealth is X amount of times greater than black. Well, when you playing on the uh, or playing field, that's not even fair, then of course it's going to be that way. And it wasn't it was it's like that because, see, when the slaves were free, they was promised. But as we know, the promise was never fulfilled. The 40 acres and the mule. But then again, that's what happens when you go and you deal with people who are not righteous people. They make promises, but they're never going to deliver. It's promises made just to shut you up. Reparations, they pay to the Jewish community for reparations that happened over in Germany. It didn't happen on U.S. soil. The Holocaust, the Jewish Holocaust did not happen on U.S. soil. 
but they paid them. The U.S. paid them reparations. You've seen other people get reparations for what? And then it's like, well, damn, how come black people are the only ones who haven't received uh, real reparations for actually building this country for what it is today? Yeah, you may see what you see, but black people were the ones who built this country for what it is today. We fashioned this country for what it is today. Our music, our culture, everything about this country is because of black folks. I'm giving the take a little bit, but the majority is from black folks. Everything has come from our tastes, our style, our culture, and our music, and everything else that you want to throw off in there. You can call it whatever you want. You can call this a podcast of, oh man, he's just this and he's just that. No, I'm not this and I'm not that, but I'm that and I'm that, but I'm not this and that, but I'm that and that. Sometimes people don't never want to deal with the truth of reparations when it comes to black folks because like I say, when you're dealing with a, unpl a, a, a playing field that's not evenly matched, then of course. But I would say in our 150 plus years of being in this country free since 1865, we have come a long way. A real long way. That's because we are a tough people. That's why black people are so hated because they're of their resilience, their toughness. But we also have some issues with being too nice and a little bit weak-minded every now and then. Because, let me tell you something. You're talking about $1.5 trillion that comes through the hands of black folks every year. Now, if you average that out, you're talking about anywhere between about $30 million that's coming through on a 50 million plus people or a 40 million plus people that's in America. Give or take. That's on the average. Average. Say every person that's black makes about 30 plus, 28 plus thousand uh, dollars a year. That's everybody. We're averaging out. Average. You know what average is, right? So we're going to average it out so you know. Now, they're talking about our brother who sold BET has put in some paperwork in regards to, you know, what uh, America owes black people. He put in uh, $14.2 trillion. That comes for Divided into 50 people to $284,000 a piece. Now, there's other talks. Uh, recently, the uh, U.S. economist proposes a $12 trillion in slavery reparations to eliminate black-white wealth gap. Now, if you average that out, that is $240,000 divided into 50 million people. So less people, more money, give or take. That was an article that was the uh, U.S. economist proposes $12 trillion slavery reparations. That's an article in The Independent by Louise Hall. Louise Hall. 
They wrote that article about three to four days ago, three days ago. So if you want to look it up, look up the independent Louise Hall and you can uh, check out that story. But this is the problem. They look at you as a non-producing people. And every time that comes about, it's a lie. But when you don't own anything, they judge by their meaning. When you don't own a whole, let's say a whole lot. That's how they judge you as a non-producing people. But yet you're working in order to put money into somebody else's pocket because basically you're, you're putting money into other people's pocket because you support them. You take the foreigners who come over here and the next thing you know, they're doing this, they're doing that, they're doing this, and they're doing that. They're starting businesses, they're buying property. And it's you black people, because what they do, they come and they migrate into your neighborhood. They may not move into your neighborhood, but they will migrate into your neighborhood with their business. And the next thing you know, what's going on? They're making this money and then they're treating you like shit. But you are non-producing people. I was checking out a a, a video by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan on reparations. This is a video that was... Uh, Back in 2004, and everything he was saying in that 2004 video was hitting close to home. Uh, if you get a chance, you ought to check out that video as well. It's uh, you can find it at uh, finalcall.store, and you should check it out. 1984 reparations by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. You know, a lot of people hate that name Farrakhan, but I don't hate that name Farrakhan because what the man says is true. It's not hateful speech. People always, when it when it has something to do with something that's positive, it's always hateful speech. That's what happens when, when, when people don't want to hear what you have to say. They label you as hateful speech. But the problem is, my brothers and sisters, say, for instance, you got a check from the government. You wouldn't do nothing but turn around and give it back to them. You would spend it on a bunch of foolishness. And the next thing you know, you're back in the same hole. Now, that's their thinking. I don't think that. I think by now, some would actually put the money into society to the point where you're producing with that money. Because anytime you get a large sum of money, not to say it would come in just one check or over a period of years or whatever it may be. I think we have to learn more on how to deal with our money because every time we have money, we seem to buy a bunch of foolishness. Not all, of course, not all. You have to learn how to start. If you don't know anything about stocks, I've said this uh, time and time again, learn, read up on these things, property, read up on it. Go and look at uh, properties. You may not have the money to buy, but you never know what you have until you actually go out there and get focused on doing something that could actually benefit you. I've seen a brother, one of our brothers, uh, Ben X. This brother, I, I, I started following him a couple of years ago on his YouTube channel, Brother Ben X. And this brother quit his job, quit school, started following this, this story. 
started following the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and the teachings of the uh, most Honorable Elijah Muhammad. And this brother is doing his thing. He is one of the top young black brothers of influence across the land. Across the land. His brother Ben X, he's got a, a, a thing going out uh, and he's just really doing his stuff. He's showing young brothers how to become uh, independent, free from a job. You young brothers and sisters today, that's what you need to do. Become independent of a job, free from a job, because you're, 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 you're looking at a, a situation where these jobs, they're, they're drying up and, you know, they're not trying to give you the jobs where you may be better qualified that pay. They don't really want uh, black influence from jobs. You know, you see it from time to time, but they really don't want. They want you to take jobs that basically, I don't know, uh, truck driver. Truck drivers, they, they make good money, but, you know, pending, everybody don't want to drive no truck. You don't have to drive a truck just because the job is out there. Sometimes it's better to find ways to create your own. Uh, security, something that I've been in forever, but it's benefited me. Everything that benefits one doesn't necessarily mean it's going to benefit another. But sometimes you have to be able to take that positive and make it into more of a positive. You can't take that positive and make it into a negative just because it's this or that. I've turned security into a positive positive, but that's just me. It's a system that I work. And that's what I do. I don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with who I am. I never had a problem with who I am. I don't want you to have a problem with who you are. Sometimes you got to start thinking, like I've said in, in, in a podcast not too long ago, thinking outside the box. Get out the box and start thinking outside that box. You can make a more of a positive influence in your life, in your family's life, and in, in definitely in your children's life. When you stop thinking about a job and thinking about working, doing something for yourself, that mindset. See, they have engraved that mindset that black people are lazy and they don't do this and they don't do that. And that's always been a lie. But then again, that's their lie. That's always been their lie about black people. That you're lazy, you're good for nothing, you're hootlums, you're criminals. That's always been their lie about you. They constantly keep, because see, when you lie on somebody, that's because you fear those people. Black man, black woman have always been feared, no matter what they say about you. You know, when you, better yet, when you know it's not true, you don't fear it. But when you know it's true, you fear. That's why, sorry, white man, white woman, they fear black people. That's why you see these silly videos with these silly phone calls being made. They're trying to do anything to get the race soldiers on you for nothing because basically that's what it is it's nothing because they scared of you they may say oh we ain't scared yeah you are yeah you are because anytime you try to eliminate a people over foolishness you are scared there is a, a threat there that's why they don't like to see black people congregating together they want to keep it to the point where you can't be unless one of us is around you. We don't need you around us to congregate 
or to do nothing. But that's the attitude. And you can see it. All you can do is open up your eyes and you see it each and every day. It ain't something that I'm making up. That stuff is right there. I've been on this, this planet long enough to see it. I ain't got to make it up. You see it. I ain't got to make it up from watching those videos. I see it in person. Real life. Life where you can touch it. I've seen it. I've heard it. So I don't have to make up none of this stuff. Reparations, if it ever happens, maybe it'll happen in our lifetime. Maybe it will, maybe it won't, but maybe it'll happen in our children's life, uh, lifetime. But I would say this, teach your children about money. Stop teaching them on how to spend money you don't have. You know, it's like having no money, but yet you got all these items, but you have no money. You got new cars and you renting in an apartment and paying somebody else's mortgage. You got a whole bunch of jewelry, a whole bunch of clothes, a whole bunch of shoes, but you have no place to put it, but in somebody else's, uh, uh, somebody else's property. It's better to have a property of your own and have a raggedy car and a few dollars in your pocket than to have no dollars in your pocket and a bunch of stuff, but you're renting property from somebody else. I would rather have my own property because one thing about property, property does go up. When nothing else does, property does. That's why if you see a reparations check, then again, everybody's not going to get reparations that's black. You understand it. Then everybody's not going to get that. It's just not going to happen. And then again, property is the number one thing that separates the black man and the white uh, black man and the white man. It's property. Properties were giving. Properties were turned over in families' inheritance. It's not that they're better than you, that they make, they may have better job because it's like the race. If I'm given everything and people are trying to catch up, that's another story because more than likely, chances are, if you're given everything, you ain't going to catch up, especially when you're given wealth. But then again, it doesn't explain why these other groups come over here and they start to jump over you in the wealth gap. Why? Because you constantly buy their goods and services because you are afraid, black man, black woman, afraid to buy from your own people. That's why you can't build jobs. That's why you can't build wealth because you're too busy buying from others. Learn to teach your children about money, stocks, and real estate. Stop spending all your money with other people. If you learn to keep your money in your own neighborhood, you will see a vast growth in that neighborhood. Stop always wanting to move out to these uh, white suburbs. They don't want you out there. And for me, I wouldn't want to live around you no way. You ain't that special to me. You never have been. The point is 
stay in your own community and build your own community. That's when you see wealth come up. You know, black folks always want to move around white folks like their neighborhood is so good. You keep your own neighborhood and build your own neighborhood. That's why it's called build. You build your own neighborhood up. Make it look nice because you can do that. The same with your school. You go and you fight these sorry schools and you make sure that they provide the proper books. Basically, these books today, you don't want them books because they're not teaching them. Them ain't number lies. Them books ain't number lies. A lot of that stuff ain't number lies. So I, I really wouldn't want to teach my kids that stuff because that, that stuff is lies. And it's been lies ever since I've been a child. That's why when you get a certain age, you have to start really going back and re-educating uh, re, uh, re yourself to bring yourself up to the truth of what real learning is and cancel out all these lies that have been told to you. It's sad, but it's true. My brothers and sisters, reparations. If you're lucky enough to get one, educate yourself on money, stocks, and bonds. Maybe you will get one this lifetime, maybe not, but if you don't, educate your children. Because children are a future. And teach them something that can benefit their life and hopefully their children, their children's children's life. But you gotta stop spending your money. Stop spending your money and take your money out the economy. I've said this before on other podcasts. Take your money out of the economy and you'll see. You might get a reparations check faster than you think, because they'll understand. Without that black money coming into these uh, these uh, neighborhoods, it's a little bit different because about 40% since this coronavirus has hit, about 40% of black-owned businesses will probably be shut down because they're not going to get that stimulus money. They're not going to get that money that was uh, for small businesses because these other businesses, they dip their hand into the till. So when you look at it, the system has never been uh, built for us. It never has been. The Constitution, the amendments outside of the 14th Amendment have never been with black people in mind. So don't get so happy when you hear this or you hear that. Well, I'm going to say this in my closing. I don't know what the Biden Harris ticket is going to bring as far as the election is in November. I know a lot of a, a lot of black people. This is the funny thing about black people. Why in the hell are you questioning what Carmela is? Her father was Jamaican. Whether her mother was Asian, I'm starting to hear that a little bit, or Indian, whatever. If you understand, regardless of Indian people with and they're brainwashed too, because they're silly, stupid. They're people of color, black people. And they feel that they're not. That's fine. Who really cares? But another four years with number 45 in there, his his lies and his uh, uh, idiotic followers that follow him and his lies. It's like America is based on nothing but lies Lies and mo lies. The country needs a change. I said this back in 2016. The country needed a change. 
the change we got wasn't a change that I was expecting. But the country definitely needs a change. We need to get back to real policies. Ain't no real policy being forced. Nothing but hate, hate, and more hate. That's why this coronavirus has uh, spread so widespread in America is because it wasn't taken care of like it was supposed to be taken care of back in January. All because of idiotic government. And the sad thing about it, these uh, government people that you put in, the House, the Senate, these people are cowards. They can't stand up against one man who has destroyed pretty much the government system. They can't stand up to their cowards. They go along to get along. That's what they're about. Go, listen to them. When they have these, uh, when, they, when they give a speech, they go along to get, they'll never answer a truthful question. They'll never answer that. They will make up or won't answer. They're cowards. And that's all I got to say on this matter. Reparations, my brothers and my sisters, teach your kids about money. And better yet, I'm sorry, better yet, you learn about money. This is your brother saying, hey, it's time. Peace out.